The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Righteousness puts you back in right standing with God. It puts you back in right position. Anybody who is righteous understand what righteousness means and acts on it becomes Satan's master. Anybody who's got spiritual power, you're coming out of this spirit man and you speak words. God backs your words. You will rule political forces. You will rule the economic forces. You will rule the media forces. Look at Jesus, who is the one who told you who you are. Then you will own what they got. One of the attitudes that you've got to take when dealing with the Holy Ghost is you're going to have to take an attitude of shamelessness. Say amen to that. You're going to have to take that attitude of a woman who's got an issue of blood and she came out of that house and you know if she touched a rabbi, she would have to be stoned and she had an issue of blood which made it unlawful for her to come out of the house. Yet because of her importunity, because of her shamelessness, she got totally healed. How about the people who went up on the roof and they said, you know, he couldn't get in to the, with the sick man by the door, so they go up on the roof, tore open the roof. I'm talking about no shame to their game. And I'm saying to you, sometimes the enemy stops you from your big pursuits, from your, from your end product, from your promises, from your hotel, from your big real estate deal. So far, he's trying to shame you. He's trying to make you feel, oh, I don't want to go that far. I don't want to say that. If you're dealing with the Holy Ghost, he is bold. And that's why I put up there, a lot of it is not the problem of faith. It's the problem of righteousness. See, you try righteous. The Bible says he leadeth us in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. He's going to lead you to a place where you can't be shamed. He's going to lead. He, he on purpose, he's going to make you face that giant. And that giant is trying to make you think you're going to be shaming yourself. You're going to be this and you're going to be that. Listen, don't even be concerned with that. Know that if God told you to do it, whatever he says, do it. He tried to shame me on this shopping mall. I'm telling you, this thing had been in a place where we had missed one, uh, one closing. And I said, Lord, what do we do now? Now, all of a sudden, the people who were one of the construction people came up to me. He said, I'm a Christian. He said, now, Reverend, listen, I, I think you might have messed up because the money had gotten cut off. You know, it didn't have. And he said, Reverend, the Bible says that you should count the cost before you do something. He said, now, maybe you didn't count the cost. Because the money had just dried up. All of a sudden, it's a demonic, see? Money had just dried up. So I took that. All of a sudden, I felt ashamed. But I went back and read some scripture and got myself back together. 
I said, I got myself back together. Start decreeing some things and money coming. And that money start coming back in there. That's my wife. So I'm saying he'll even send people around you telling you, don't do that. You shouldn't say that. Don't go there. Don't give that. But you can say, you got to say, no, 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 no. I'm going to follow God. If God told me to do this, this is what I'm going to do. No, no, no. That's what they tried to do to Jesus. Tried to shame him. How to shame him. Even on the cross. If you are the son of God, bring yourself down from there. Well, here he is, son of God on the cross. But they didn't know he was dying for me and you. No shame. So I saw that verse. I said, this is why a lot of Christians don't make it. Because here's Ruth. Ruth told her mama, said, look, said, her mother-in-law, said, mother-in-law, I know my sister's gone back to the Moabites, but I'm going to hang with you. She said, your God's is going to be my God. Where you go, I'm going to go. Now, now, mother-in-law broke. Excuse me, let me, mother-in-law is broke. Okay. Okay. Now, I'm talking to somebody over here too. Mother-in-law broke. But notice, she hung in there. Say amen to this. And I'm telling you, as she was down there picking them pole beans down there, and they didn't have any money. They were gleaning. They were, they were on welfare. They were, they were down there picking beans. She wasn't ashamed. She wasn't ashamed. She was following her God. And the next thing you know, a man on a white horse rides by. And he looked down and, and asked the guy with him, said, who, who is that right there? They said, oh, you don't, you, that's just a Moabite woman. He said, no, that, that ain't just no Moabite. That's, that's somebody here. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. He's stopping the horse because the horse want to go on. Whoa, whoa. And uh, <laughs> ended up, she married him. How about Esther? Esther girl, go in there and tell the king, you know, intercede for us. I can't go in there because the king, if I go in there, the king will take my head off if I've not been invited. He said, well, I tell you what, that if you don't go in there, first place, God's going to deliver us some other way, but he's going to take your head off anyway. And, and, and she, she fasted three days and put on her royal apparel. Watch this. Shamelessly. Come on, somebody. See, when you're righteous, you're not ashamed. See, somebody might have been in jail, but they still got two hotels. I'm talking about, you know what I'm saying? Because they came out and forgetting those things that are behind. They're not ashamed anymore. And that enemy has used shame to the max. But you are not ashamed. And you'll never be ashamed. From now on, you are bold as a lion. See, we get too pretty for God. We're too pretty. We start walking around real pretty, man. And, and we, we, can't, we can't get down no more. We can't call things that be not as though they were. Come on. 
when the devil come against you, you can't get loud. Get out of here, devil, in the name of You know, we, praise God. You, that ain't going to get the devil out. You got to tell him, get. Come on, I'm talking to somebody over here. Here's David. Now tell me when David came to the front line, didn't his brothers try to shame him? They tried to shame him, told him he was leaving the sheep and all of that. And David said, what have I done now? He says, is there not a cause? And I'm telling you right now, that same lion that was in David is in you. The lion of the tribe of Judah. Say amen. Then you got to speak to cancer unashamed. You got to speak to poverty unashamed. No, no, no. No more shame. I don't know how I got on this, but God told me. He said, tell them no more shame. Yeah, you've been ashamed. I, I, I understand some things are not right and so forth, but don't be ashamed. The Bible says over and put it up there, Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2. Watch this, 12 and verse 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, what did he do? Endured the cross, come on, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. If shame did not have some power to it, the devil never would try to shame you. Thank you, Jesus. Right up there on that cross, out there, the ones he told, following God, come on, let's follow God, let's get the kingdom built and so forth. And now he's on the cross and people misunderstanding why he's on there. They thought, well, God's punishing him now. That's what he said over in Isaiah chapter 53 and verse four and five. That's, this is what they said. Watch, watch this. It's it talking about it. It says, surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him what? stricken and what else? Smitten of God, come on, and afflicted. He didn't care whether they misunderstood him. He was about to get something done in the spirit. And I'm telling you now, I want you to get all the shame out of your life. I want you to get back bold again like you was when you was working for the devil. I want you to get bold now while you working for God. You're almost ashamed to tell somebody about Jesus. Ashamed to tell your relatives you saved. Say, yeah, I'm saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. On my way to glory. And I'm going to get you saved. And stop this. Stop dropping your head down, speaking all weak and so forth. That is not God. I talked to somebody in the back. I said, even the military don't allow you to talk under your breath. Well, you talk under your breath to the military, to an to a officer, it's like you have just uh, disrespected his rank. Man, in, 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 uh, in, um, in training, they'll tell you, they'll come to your face and, and write nose to nose, said, mister, and you, you, and you have to say, yes, sir. I mean, you, you got to put it out. You get, yes, sir. You say that like that? He'll say, you go peel 3,000 potatoes or go do something. You know, he'll put you to work. He'll penalize you for being weak. This 
this is a time you can't afford to be weak. That's why the devil is running them gangs all over Chicago. Because of some weak believers. We're going to put an end to that. Because I'm going to teach you who you are. You're going to be growling before it's all over with. people tell me, well, Reverend, we're going to have you read this, you know, for a mass group of people. And Reverend, um, now you can't mention Jesus now. Just so I tell you, you don't want me to read it, homie. You don't want me to read that because I, I get up and preach, man. I, I get them all saved. I said, Jesus is the Lord. He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of God. You don't want me to say that. So don't call on me. Because I'm spring loaded. All right. All right. Now, when you come in church, there's an impartation that you're going to receive. Now, listen, if what I'm saying offends you, maybe you're not supposed to be here. But watch this. But maybe you are. So don't move yet. See, I remember when I got offended, see, because a tough man named Lester Summerall, he talked tough, man. He, he'll tell the devil, get out of here. I said, man, these guys too hard. And I walked out. <laughs> Next thing I know, I bought all his tapes. I bought everything. <laughs> Didn't I, baby? I was, I, I was, in, I was in Minnesota. I, I was taking lessons under Summerall because I'd seen the opposite. I've seen us just let things happen. Now, don't get offended because when you get offended, that means I just struck gold. You, you know what I mean? I just struck oil. You know, you, you about to get rich now because your, your harvest is on the other side of your offense. See, if you can go through the offense, he, he said, blessed are they that are not offended in me. All right, now, so impartation. So we're not going to get our knowledge on the same level as the world. We want to get our knowledge on another level. Let's go to another level. Let's get it mainly by impartation. Look over at Deuteronomy chapter 34, please. And Joshua, the son of Nun was full of the spirit of wisdom for Moses had what? Laid his hand upon him. Are y'all with me? So notice how he got wisdom. How did he get it? Through what? Impartation. 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 There's no school to give you the kind of wisdom that Joshua has. Amen. Amen. Remember when Abraham went after Lot and all the people that had taken Lot? There were four or five nations that swooped down, took Lot, took the women, took all the property, took everything and went off. The word came back to Abram, Abraham, Abram, whatever time was that. And look what he did. He armed how many of his men? 318. Born where? In his own house. That means he trained them in the blessing. See, he, he trained them on another level. And when he went out, what did he do to the enemy? What's the word that's used in the Bible? 
say slaughter. We're not talking about competing. We're not talking about you learning the same thing they learned at Harvard, Yale, Princeton, Stanford, so forth. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the school of the Holy Ghost. We're talking about you're going to know business on another level. Come on, you're going to know how to solve problems on another level. Because you're not going to receive it by information. You're going to receive it by impartation. Now say amen to that. If you listen to me, just like I listen to some other men of God, just like I've sown into their lives, I said, Lord, I'm sowing for this impartation. I'm getting this in my life. Why? I don't want to have to go through the same thing they got to go into to get there. I want to start there. Say amen to that. Because I want to be used to take you further than anybody's taken you before. I'm not trying to get something God didn't promise me. I'm saying Paul didn't want to get what the apostles had. He said, I didn't go up there after I got saved to learn from them because they didn't know what God's about to teach me. Went to another place in Arabia and let the Holy Ghost download what he wants. Now say amen. So when you come in here, come in here ready to place a demand on my anointing. Say, when you, before you get to church, say, I'm going to church to get something today. Hey, Amen. I'm about to get blessed today. Come in here and draw from me everything that you need. Come on. God can tell you. Are you ready? How to be a millionaire in a month. Now, get that shout about that. Cause that, that came from God. It came to me in Africa. Sit down. All right. Now, let's look at this last part, Isaiah 55. This, what I'm telling you about your possessions in this earth is not something that you have to earn. Hear me. Tell you what, before Isaiah 55, let's go to Romans chapter 4. And just put it up there. Let's put a couple of translations up there and just let you see this. For the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. Here's the new living. Clearly, God's promise to give the whole earth to Abraham, come on, and his descendants was based not on his obedience to God's law, but on a what? Right relationship with God that comes by faith. Hey, 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 watch this. Give the whole earth to Abraham. Why, why, why? Because the devil took it off of Adam. Watch this. And is illegally holding it through people. Now it's time for the transfer. It's time for God's people to get it back. And the way you're going to get it back is by faith. Now, what is faith? Isaiah 55 verse one, please. Ho, that means yo. That's Winston translation. Yo. Everyone that is thirsty, come ye to the waters. And he that has no money, come ye by and eat. Yea, come buy, come on, wine and milk, what? 
without money, come on, and without price. What is he saying? What is he saying? Your currency is not going to be money. What's going to be your currency? Faith is the currency of the kingdom. Now, wait a minute. God may take faith and through faith give you money. So he's either going to give you the thing, watch this, or the thing to get the thing. But it's going to come by what? Now, with this, here is God. God's plan is that we take the land. Let me read you a statement that I wrote in my notes. Every battle is won or lost in the area of your mind. Every battle, whether it's on your body, every battle, whether it's in your finance, every battle in your marriage, every battle, it's going to be won or lost. What? Your mind. Now, let me help you. You have never, ever had an original thought. You know why? Because you're not made that way. God made you to get his thoughts. It's only ego to think you can think without God. It's a simple misinformed person who think they can think without God. There are only two sides. Which side did Eve listen to? What side, what was doing, who was doing her thinking for her? Come on. Did God really say? Notice what it is, suggestion. He'll try to pump something on TV and suggest that you're sick. And a weak mind will buy it. What you have to do is filter it. Now, there may be symptoms in that, but wait, 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 wait now. If you're going into Canaan, he's good at symptoms. That's the place of darkness. That's the place where the battle is. Now, you win. Say, I win. Oh, yeah. He can suggest to you that you're depressed. He can suggest to you that you're out of money. But in Canaan, you're going to have to not put your mind over your spirit. You're going to have to put it under your spirit. 
I trust that you were blessed by that powerful teaching. Now, let me share two points with you in this message that you want to make sure you remember. Number one, when dealing with the Holy Spirit, you have to take an attitude of shamelessness. Shamelessness. Why? Because the Holy Spirit's bold. <laughs> and when he tells you to do something, watch. <laughs> it, if you're ashamed, it's hard to do it. But the Bible said the righteous are as bold as a lion. And that's that boldness. So God is bold, the Holy Spirit is bold, and he's going to lead you to say and do bold things. Number two, every battle is won or lost in the area of your mind. Now, here's something you want to remember. You've never had one original thought. Think about that. You've never had one original thought. You're not made for it. Now, you can think things as you go and go to school and think out math problems, so forth, but original thoughts, mankind has never had one, not even Adam. They come from somewhere. They came from God. So he would receive God's thoughts and do God's will. Well, now that mankind has fallen, now the enemy tries to put thoughts in people's mind. And he put thought in Eve's mind, remember? And Eve went in and she ate of a tree that shouldn't be eaten of. And then Adam ate, and now we have lost a whole generation of, of the earth. So what happens now? God restores us back to himself through Jesus Christ. And now God is speaking to your mind again, speaking to your mind again. So he's going to give you real thoughts. I mean, thoughts of, of triumph, thoughts that I can do it, thoughts that, that, that we can overcome, so forth and so on. It's only the enemy that tells you you're going to fail, you won't make it. Look at you, what you, you've been in jail, you did this, when you so forth. Uh-uh, God chose you. You didn't choose him. Now he's putting thoughts in your mind of how you can overcome. So occupy till I come. Praise God. This is volume two and it's a four-part series of Occupy Till I Come. Get this today. You will be blessed. Well, this is Bill Winston saying we'll see you next time. Until next time, we love you and keep walking by faith. Righteousness puts you back in right standing with God. It puts you back in right position. Anybody who is righteous understand what righteousness means and acts on it becomes Satan's master. Anybody who's got spiritual power, you're coming out of this spirit man and you speak words. God backs your words. You will rule political forces. You will rule the economic forces. You will rule the media forces. Look at Jesus, who is the one who told you who you are. Then you will own what they got. Today's series, Occupy Till I Come, Volume 2, is available in its entirety on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4. To order this transformational teaching, call today at 1-800-711-9327 or contact us online at billwinston.org. It's time that we as believers use the power and authority that Jesus gave us to rule and reign in life. Let the biblical truths in this series help you to start, stay, and finish strong in faith. Order Occupy Till I Come, Volume 2, today.
Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. If you are not a partner, we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.